Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Why does matching your belief to your desire matter so much? Couldn't we assume that if we took the right action, that we will get the desired results, i.e. more action you do, the more results you get. This is in essence, hustle culture. If you do, 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 you will get, get, get. And we know that that's not true. Maybe this has happened in your life or you have witnessed this happening in someone else's life where you or that person were doing the action you maybe upped your action, you were taking more action, yet you were not getting the result that you wanted. This happens in business. This happens in attracting the relationship that you want. It happens in any area of your life where you may have a goal. Okay. So that's because there's a relationship or a sequence. And I like to look like draw mind maps around this. And I like to see how one thing influences the other. And so your belief is the root of your results. And that's because your belief about the situation, about yourself, about other contextual factors is going to to impact the action that you take, i.e. your consistency, for example. If you believe that the action that you are about to take is going to get you the results, you're more likely to be consistent. That's one piece of the belief. Your belief also impacts your energy. If you believe that the steps that you are taking are going to get you to the result, you're going to show up with more confidence. If you believe in yourself, you're going to show up with more confidence, more presence, posture, a level of certainty. And we know that the energy that we bring to a situation is obviously going to impact the result. We've all seen it. Maybe you've been there. I know I certainly have where when you are not like rooted in your belief and you try to take an action, maybe it's a sales call. Um, Maybe it's something else in your business where you don't have that grounded belief that it's going to work out for you. So you bring a different energy. That energy is nervous. That energy may be scattered. You just not showing up powerfully. And if there's hesitation in your energy, well, right away, that's going to deter the person, the other person, right? It's not, it's going to push away the results that you want because you're bringing this like mixed up energy because on a conscious level, you want this thing on a subconscious level, there's some resistance there. And so action not grounded in belief is going to have limited results at best, So when we think about belief, you're like, okay, but what does that actually mean? So it's thoughts that you have about people or situations or yourself. For example, if you think other people are special and you think that they're more talented 
that's going and they're different to you. They're somehow different to you. That's a belief block for you. You need to believe that you can do it. Not that just it's possible. We all know that, you know, high levels of success, beautiful relationship, beautiful family. We know that that's possible, but do you believe that it is possible for you? So if you don't believe that it's possible for you, you can do all the right things but your energy is not going to be aligned and then you won't get the result. That's why it's really hard to look at people's actions from the outside and be like, oh, she did this, so I'm going to do that if I want her results. You don't know what's going on in her energy field. You don't know what's going on in her belief system. So looking at people's outward um, actions is only looking at a very small piece of the pie. So when we talk about belief, okay, because I really want to make this granular because I'm very much about getting your mind on board with change, okay? We need to understand it at a cognitive level so that your mind is like, oh, okay, I can rationalize this. This makes sense. Okay, let me take the steps to get into the right belief system. Because if I just say to you, you need to align your beliefs to, what does that actually mean? Okay. And there's a lot of teachings on just general, like get into the energy of, get into the belief, but what does that actually mean? What do I actually need to believe? So there's three pieces. I'm going to break them down for you. And I'm going to show you how you can increase your levels of belief in these three very necessary areas. Okay. So number one, we need to believe that it's possible for you. So I need to believe that this is possible for me. Like I said, it's not enough to see that it's possible for somebody else. I need to truly believe that it's possible for me. And so sometimes even in a coaching space, when someone says, do you believe that it's possible? People will answer, yes, I believe, because they have a reference point of somebody else succeeding, but deep down, they don't believe that it's possible for them. And I know that's quite disappointing, but we need to address it and we need to face it head on and we need to acknowledge it if we wish to change it. We can't change what we don't acknowledge. So if you're like, oh, I believe, I believe, but like, you know, deep down, you don't believe that it's possible for you. You believe it's possible for her because she's more beautiful. You believe it's possible for her because she's more educated. You believe it's possible for her because she grew up with money. You believe it's possible for her because she had the right networker, the right mentor. Like, do you believe that it's possible for you. And if you can just sit for a second and ask if that's true, if any resistance comes up, then there's, there's a block there and we need to remove that block. Number two, this is huge. It's, do you believe that what you want, this thing is ethical or righteous or whatever word kind of resonates for you? Okay. So this is not as spoken about. And I think it's so important because it's the one that kind of gets ignored. If you believe that what you are trying to do or the approach you're trying to use is in some way unethical or wrong to some capacity, 
you're going to have a level of resistance. So, for example, your beliefs around sales, your beliefs around money, your beliefs around what it means to be a woman, like even something as small as an ingrained belief about what it means to be a woman. Maybe you were raised to believe that women are at home and they need to be supportive of their husbands and be good mothers. And anything that takes away from being a good mother, and it might not even be true, but it just gets a a seed gets planted in your brain that this could take away from me being a good mother, then all of a sudden because it's conflicting on a belief or a value, you're going to push it away. So on a conscious level, you're saying, yes, I want the success. I want the promotions. I want to grow. I want to have an income. But then at the same time, on a subconscious level, you feel that having an income is somehow taking away from your supportive role as wife if it's somehow taking away from you being a quote-unquote present mother with your children, then that you're going to, on a subconscious level, be pushing it away. You're going to be pushing it away because it is not congruent with your value system. And this is why we need to understand what our values are and what we truly believe about ourselves and our circumstances so that we can align them. It doesn't mean you can't have both. It just means we need to reconcile those beliefs, those value systems to get them in the right place so that you can create the life that you want. There is nothing more frustrating than not being conscious of our subconscious beliefs. Most of us aren't. And wanting something on a conscious level, saying out loud or or writing it down, thinking it, we want this life, but then there's something that's deep down that's holding us back. And so we're taking the action, like everybody says, you know, like work harder, hustle hard, la la la, you're doing all of the things. How freaking frustrating for someone to be doing all of those things and still not getting the results. When mama, what we need to do is find out what those belief systems are. What are your core values? Is there in some way a discrepancy between what you believe in in some way and then what you want to achieve okay so we need to believe that what we're doing is ethical that what we're doing is righteous okay and I'm going to break this down on how we are going to get there right now I'm just listing the three and then the third and this is so important okay it's you must believe that you are actually worthy worthy different than confident completely different. You can be a confident person because you've had tons of success and still not feel worthy. Completely different. Okay. And I have talked to people that are multiple seven figure entrepreneurs, like extremely successful who still don't feel worthy. Now, this is a core trauma and this is like the the core, um, if you dig deep into people's like belief systems and their blocks and everything, it all comes down to a lack of worthiness. And so I don't believe that we ever fully rid that. And the reason I don't believe that is because I've never met a person or even heard of a speaker or a teacher who has fully embraced that 100% of the time, okay? 
high performers who love themselves and actually live a an, an amazing life, not just like on social media, but truly have fulfilling relationships and are like loving and kind and all of the things. Most of the time, they're going to be living in this pl- space of I am worthy, but there are times where they're really going to question their worth. That's part of this human experience. That's part of coming in to, and deciding to be human, okay? So it's never going to be fully gone, but we need to know where it's at, where do where is my worth at and a really good judge of that is looking around at your current life because we don't get what we want we get our standards our standards are what we think we are worth so if you have like a mm, relationship that's cuz you think you are worth a mm, relationship your life your re- your relationships how you feel your level of success is all related to your self worth and what you think you are worthy of so again going back to the action piece is action so important yes it is okay i am not subscribing to the notion that we can just sit there and meditate and manifest this life that we want like that to me even sounds boring why the heck would i want to do that i came to this world to have a human experience to go and live with the people and and learn from the people and and like really grow as a spiritual being so part of that is managing the complexity of this physical experience. So if you don't feel you are worthy, you will not have the thing. So yes, we live in this physical world and we need to do the action. I'm fully like on board with that. I don't subscribe to the like, just meditate and it will all happen for you. And you know, that's not my vibe. I don't feel like we came here to do that. I came, I feel like we came here to like live with the people and learn from the people and learn to adjust to the people and, and help the people and serve the people. And this is what I I think we're here to do is actually live in this and play full out in this physical world. So yes, action is a key piece, but if you don't feel worthy, it doesn't matter how much action you take, you won't get what you want. And again, the worthiness thing is usually a subconscious thing. You need to do a little work to um, dig on that. I would work with someone who um, specializes in this um, and who can help you get to the root of it so you can overcome that. And you can at least have some awareness around where you're at with your worthiness. So if you don't feel worthy of abundance, you won't have it. If you don't feel worthy of a great health, you won't have it. If you don't feel worthy of a thriving relationship, you won't have it. If you don't feel worthy of a beautiful family, you won't have it. Like you won't have it. And the crazy part is if you do have it, you tend to find a way to sabotage what you have. Okay. We're always blessed. God gives us everything we need and more. And sometimes when we don't feel worthy, we push it away. So many people do this. So we have to work on that worthiness piece. It is more important than the action. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. But yes, and I am a doer. Okay, I have done a lot of things in my life. I am all about taking action. And one of my pet peeves is people who say they're going to do something like, oh, my plan is to this and they like never do it. I just why like that is the best way to lower your confidence is to keep lying to yourself and to the people around you about what you're going to do and then not follow through on it like not succeeding is different than not following through on something 
follow through on it. The six, whether you succeed or not is really none of your business, but it's the following through bit. If you're not following through, then we can't expect to get the result. But anyway, I digress. So those were the three beliefs. So then how do we up the belief in those areas, right? So number one, let's go to believing that it's possible and not just possible for someone because we've all seen the documentaries. We know. We know that the human species is capable of incredible things. We can watch the documentaries. We can see, you know, all of the biographies and we can see that humans are incredible. But do you believe you are incredible? Do you believe you can do the thing that you want to achieve? Do you believe that you can achieve the highest level of whatever it is that you want? And this comes down to references, okay? It literally is controlling your mind. To believe that something is possible for you is just to find references that support things that you have done that were successful, okay? Maybe you got through something challenging. Maybe you did something better than you thought you were going to do. And here's the thing, this is a challenging thing and it's a practice because our brain tends to look for where we failed, looks for the gaps and that's just the way the brain is wired because that's how it keeps us alive, okay? It keeps us safe. So it has to look for the danger. Ah, you didn't do this, you need to do this next time. So it's not holding on to, hey, remember the time that you did that? Yeah, that was really great. Your brain does not do that. You could have an amazing 30-minute presentation. You trip up your words for like three seconds and you get off that stage. What are you thinking about? You weren't thinking about the 29.57 seconds of like perfection. You think about the three seconds where you couldn't find your words. That's just what the brain does. So we need to be a good master of it and we need to have positive references and we need to write them down and we need to get good at that. And it sounds so basic, but it's not. The most simple strategies are truly the most powerful. If you could get used to congratulating yourself, if you could get used to remembering the good in other people, the good in you, the good stuff that you have achieved, you will remember and you will t- be easier to, for you to tap into your ability to do things. Because I guarantee you've been through something. I guarantee you've overcome. I guarantee there's been times where you thought you were going to bomb at something and you're actually, wow, that was better than I expected. But you're not holding on to those positive memories. You're holding on to the times where you didn't do as well. So this is about finding positive references. So create a reverse bucket list is something that I get all my clients to do. And if you don't know what that is, DM me the word bucket list and I'll send you a training on it. Absolutely free. It's a link to a video. And I want you to create a reverse bucket list. And that's just about creating references of the times that you won. Because whatever you want to believe, it's true based on your references. And you can find references to support any belief. So start looking for the references that are going to support that you are capable of this and that it is possible for you. Now, the other thing that's super important in this is that I want you to imagine how it 
feels. Okay, how it feels in your body. How would it feel when you did this? How would it feel in your body? So one thing about uh, creating the relationship that you want or calling in the partner or however you want to say it, one of the things that almost any coach will tell you is get very clear about what you want. And you can get super specific in terms of even the eye color and the hair color, and you can do all of that. Get really, really specific. I'm not a huge advocate of being that granular when you're describing someone, but it works and people have done it. And even Dan did it. And he looked at that list later and and I had a lot of even the physical characteristics of what he was looking for years before we, we met. I don't necessarily think you need to do that, although it can be very effective. What I like to focus on is the feeling. The problem is when we get so hung up on like the looks, let's say we're, we're calling in the partner and we're like, he needs to be six feet tall with blue eyes and brown hair, let's say. And we get so fixated on that, that when the guy comes to us, we look at him, we're like, oh, he doesn't fit that description next when really we need to be anchoring into the feeling, how does he make you feel? Like, oh my gosh, I feel so safe around him. I feel so protected. I feel so adored and admired. I feel inspired. I, I feel it. And you get into the feeling of, and then when the, the man shows up, you're not so fixated on the way that he looks, but more on his energy. And that's the part that's way more important than the way that he looks right? And same goes, it goes both ways. Okay. It goes both ways, but same thing with the business. Don't focus so much on the specific, like, yes, of course, know the number, all of that, like how many people, but focus on what it will feel like to hit the goal. Like, what does it feel like to serve these people? What does it feel like to be able to do this for your family based on your your business success? What does it feel, the feeling? Because here's the other thing. When you are stuck, and I don't like that word because you're not stuck, but when you're feeling resistance towards a goal, like maybe, let's go back to the relationship one, you're finding these guys online and they're just buttholes. (laughs) They're just so crap. You're like, what the heck is going on? Like, where is he already? Right. Um, you're not going to be like, Oh, let me just think about his blue eyes. Cause you don't haven't met him. Right. Like, Oh, I'm going to think about his nice arms. Like what? But this is the things that we get caught up on. Right. Whereas it should be oh my gosh, like it feels so good to finally meet him. I feel so safe. Oh my gosh, he the way that he looks at me makes me feel like this. Oh my gosh, the way he wraps his arms around me. Oh my gosh, like that is going to keep you moving through the crappy guys <laughs> to find the guy, not thinking about his arms. His arms is not a feeling. That's why the feeling is so important. The other thing is, let's look at the business side of it. If you're like, I'm going through, and I'm going to um, talk for, for a second in terms of a business goal, like 
if you're like, I want to hit seven figures, I want to hit seven figures, it's seven figures, you like have it written down, like maybe it's one million, you can see the zeros there, that is not going to keep you excited and pushing forward when things get hard, looking at that number. It's not. Sometimes it can actually demotivate you, especially if you are really far from that goal. So instead, think about what it will feel like to have that business success. So thinking about like, oh my gosh, what will I do? Like, who will I call? What will I say? How will I celebrate? And you're picturing that and you're you're feeling into that, like calling your mom, taking your, your husband or your wife out for dinner and like, ordering the nice champagne. I don't, I don't even drink, but you like whatever, whatever that looks like for you. Like maybe it's like taking your wife shopping, whatever it is, that feeling of abundance, that feeling of generosity. So it's not the KPI in and of itself. It's what that, that KPI would create inside of your body in terms of a feeling, in terms of an emotion. Okay, so number two is believing that it's um, ethical and righteous. This is massive, and I'm going to touch on for a second in terms of the network marketing space. So as you know, one of my businesses is in network marketing. I freaking love the industry. Um, If you don't like it, please don't tune out. Sit with it. Get ready to learn something new. This is so important for your growth if there's a huge resistance around it because maybe I'm going to share something today that just makes you think a little bit differently. So here's the challenge. We have a lot of incredible people coming into the network marketing space, women who want to do great things for their families. And honestly, it's why I love this industry because it gives everybody equal playing field. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to come from a good family. You don't have to have a ton of money to start up. You don't, you don't have to have anything. All you have to have is a willingness and be coachable, right? So why don't people succeed in this business? Number one, let's just be clear. People don't succeed in business, period. The stats are shocking, okay? And it's because I personally feel they don't have the emotional resilience, the grit to get them through because maybe they had an easy life, okay? I know that's so biased and that was such a blanket statement, but truly, I think perspective is super important. A lot of people are successful because they had to become successful, their situation was either either like um, it's an epic fail or I have to make this work, right? So they were in a situation that they had to make it work. So people come into this industry, okay, and they want to make it work, but they're not making it work. So why is that? And I think part of it is because they're not aligned with the ethics of the business. So there's some negative connotation around either the industry or sales in general. And this is craziness. But women especially have a problem asking for things. Well, what is sales? It's asking. It's it's going in. The last part of the, the sale is asking for the sale. So it's that they're looking at either the business model or sales in general or the avenue of that they're doing in business and they're looking at it in the wrong way and they're looking at it as, and this is so important, I am taking from someone versus I am helping someone. Only a psychopath, 
okay, doesn't feel remorse or can't feel empathy for other people, okay? So if you, like, are a psychopath, you (laughs) have no problems, you're just like, whatever, I don't have a conscious, like, I'm all good. But if you do, if you're an empathetic person, if you're a loving person, and you have the wrong mindset around business and around what it means to be a woman, like we were talking about earlier, like it's taking away from your role as a wife, it's taking away from your role as a mother, then you're never going to show up in the right way. Because you have, again, your subconscious is thinking this is wrong somehow to take money. Or maybe you have some money beliefs around like having a lot of money is wrong. So on a conscious level, you want the money, but on a subconscious level, you don't want the money. How frustrating is that? So you have some reservations around business in general, and around the business model. And honestly, I'm going to call it for what it is. It's a scarcity mentality. I don't, when I get a sale, it doesn't mean I have taken something from someone. It's an energetic exchange. I'm providing value and I'm getting value. Everything is an exchange. And so when you see it as neutral, and if you can even see it as you are doing a service, then there should be no ickiness. But for a lot of us, because we are not aware of our beliefs and we are not aware of our biases and we are not aware of our scarcity mindset, that we have no clue and we're like, oh, I'm trying, I'm doing all the things, but it's not working. It's not working because you actually deep down believe that what you're doing is wrong. So I want you to ask yourself this. What do you think is happening to the other person when you sell to them? Do you think that they are like out of pocket? Like you've you've done something wrong? Do you think they've done you a favor? Oh my gosh. They have not done you a favor. This is called business. This is called an exchange. But this is so basic and you're probably like, oh my gosh, Mars. But you'd be surprised at how many people feel this way, either consciously or subconsciously. So I'm hoping that this is either giving you an aha, like, oh, okay, like, let me examine my beliefs a little bit or like, oh, shoot, I do have some beliefs about this. I do have some like reservations around the industry. Ooh, I do have some reservations around sales. Because for as long as you have reservations and you are uh, also an empathetic, kind person, you have, again, conflicting beliefs and you've got one foot on the gas and one on the brakes. You're going nowhere and and at the same time burning tons of energy doing the do, right? So we need to get on top of this. And then the other thing is when you are making a sale or when you are receiving money, okay, do you feel like by you gaining something that you are taking from somebody else? That's such an important belief to examine. And if you answered yes to these, then this is about getting your mindset right. It's about you understanding the business world and the just like basic economics and just commerce in general of like how the world works and that everything is an energetic exchange and that you are not taking from someone and that this is how business works and there's nothing icky or wrong or anything about it. And finally, the third 
Again, like I said, around the worthiness piece, it's not the same as confidence. There's a lot of confident people who feel super unworthy and it manifests in other behaviors, some maladaptive um, responses, coping mechanisms um, that I've, I have discussed in other podcasts. I'm not going to examine here, but worthiness, confidence, two different things. So how do we increase our worthiness? Okay. I'm going to give it to you in three ways that you can increase your worthiness because you probably aren't even aware of how worthy do I think I am. And remember, one indication is what you're currently living, especially in terms of your relationships, like how people speak to you, what your relationship is with your husband, like what is that exchange like, you know, how much money you are earning, all of those things relate to your worthiness. Okay, so number one is forgive yourself. This is, oh my gosh, I keep, I feel like I keep saying that this is huge and that's because across the board, guys, this topic is freaking huge. Like I want you to listen to this a second time so that you can hear the different nuances the second time around um, because this is so important for us if we want to achieve our goals, especially if we haven't been achieving our goals. So forgiving yourself is about forgiving yourself even for things that you didn't feel there's to forgive. For example, like one of the things that I forgave myself for like early on in my personal development days, like like 2008 when I first began this work, was forgiving myself for my adoption. Like doesn't that sound crazy because I'm the one that's adopted and I was a child. So how can I forgive? Because I held judgment and resentment towards myself. I didn't know that I was. And I forgive myself for that time of that fear and that judgment and all that. I'm forgiving myself. So whether you feel like the belief is relevant or accurate, it doesn't matter because it's about the process of forgiving. Okay, and again, this topic around self-forgiveness is deep um, and I train a lot on it inside of the academy. We have so many trainings inside of our portal on it, but the, the forgiveness piece, it impacts every single area of our life and women and I'm going to speak to women just because that's just, I've been coaching women for so long. But we hold a lot of guilt. And we have different names for it. Let's call it this guilt net, mom guilt, right? We have a lot of guilt. And some of it is ours and some of it is like generational stuff that we've been carrying with us. And that's why it's so easy to feel guilty. Happens so quick for us. It's like practice. It's in our nervous system. So forgiving yourself. So finding ways to forgive yourself for the things that you've done and then healing your generational stuff because some of the stuff that we're holding on to isn't even ours, might be our mothers, our grandmothers, et cetera. And I know I'm going so deep. And if you're unfamiliar with this work, you're probably like, what the heck? But I'm not going to hold back from sharing it with you um, at, at a high level because it it is a part of how you are living your life today. Um, And this isn't woo. This is rooted in science that 
we know that the trauma is stored in the body. So think about the things that you've been through in your childhood. Have you truly healed from those? Have you forgiven yourself for those? Because those can hold you back. Number two, self-acceptance. What does that look like for you? Do you accept yourself or do you always ridicule yourself? What is your self-talk like? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you acknowledge yourself? How do you greet yourself when you wake up? Do you greet yourself? All of these things. Self-acceptance. Are you aware of your strengths and your weaknesses? Do you accept yourself? Part of the self-acceptance is just even knowing that we have weaknesses and what they are and being like, wow, okay, I can actively improve those, but I'm also accepting myself. And number three And this is so important because your environment is really big in terms of your success and your fulfillment and happiness, but be with people who recognize your worth, who mirror back your worth. Don't be around people who hate themselves because they're going to reflect that on you and you're going to think that it's about you. This stuff is contagious. It's all contagious. Be around people who are happy and excited and inspired. Be around people where you're like, how in the heck does she have that energy? How is she doing that? Be around people who are like, whoa, she's so nice. She is just so nice because it's going to rub off on you and it's not going to be such a shock to you. If it's a shock to you when people are super nice, that's a problem because people should always be kind. So if you're around people and like you're normal, your baseline is to be around people who are treating you like crap and that's what you're used to, well, that's reflecting your worth. If you felt worthy of true love and acceptance, you wouldn't be around these people, family or not, okay? So just to recap my loves, because I know I went in deep with that deep and then also very surface, (laughs) but we must match our belief to our desires. Our beliefs impacts our actions and it impacts our energy and the way that we act and the energy that we bring impacts our results. It's all connected, belief being at the root of it. If we are not, if our action is not grounded in belief, our results will be limited at best. And then again, there's three areas that we want to make sure our belief is high. And number one, it's belief that it's possible for us. Number two, believe that it's ethical and righteous. So if you feel like it's icky and gross, is it icky or gross? Or do you need to change your mindset and go from scarcity to abundance? Do you just need to educate yourself more about business? And number three, believe that you are worthy because it doesn't matter how much action you take. If you don't believe you're worthy, you are never going to get the results and how we increase our worthiness. Number one, we are going to forgive ourselves. We're going to accept ourselves and we're going to surround ourselves with people that reflect back our worthiness. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.